Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is People Every Day. Coming up... Inside Scarlett Johansson's War with Disney, why the actress is taking on the biggest studio in the world. Plus, Matt Damon's new film, Still Water, comes under fire from Amanda Knox and Vivica Fox on her life then and now. It's July 30th. Hi, everyone. This is People Every Day. I'm Janine Rubenstein, and it is Friday. I will be fully holed up in the house this weekend, so taking any and all binge-worthy show suggestions, seriously, send them my way because I have no plans. Well, that's not completely true. Tomorrow is actually my father-in-law Phil's 65th birthday, so cue the Stevie. We'll be celebrating him for sure. Speaking of birthdays, there are a lot of celebrity birthdays today. Lisa Kudrow, uh, Christopher Nolan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terry Crews. But also, it's Vivica Fox's birthday today. And I got to catch up with her not too long ago and discuss her life now and her long, successful career in Hollywood. So stick around later in the show to hear that. All right, a couple of quick headlines for you. Jamie Lee Curtis revealed yesterday that her 25-year-old, her youngest, is transgender. She told AARP magazine that she and husband Christopher Guest have, quote, watched in wonder and pride as our son became our daughter, Ruby. And she revealed Ruby is engaged and mom plans to officiate the wedding. In other news, Simone Biles is continuing to open up about what caused her to bow out of the Olympics. She took to social media to shut down naysayers and explain that she was having the twisties. It's a dangerous phenomenon gymnasts can experience that causes them to lose their understanding of where they are in the air. Biles Described it in a post saying, when it happens, quote, I literally cannot tell up from down. It's the craziest feeling, not having an inch of control over your body. What's even scarier is since I have no idea where I am in the air, I also have no idea how I'm going to land or what I'm going to land on. Ugh, I cannot imagine. That is so scary. And I'm so glad she is safe. All right. Well, we have to talk about a headline that made all of us gasp. Scarlett Joe. Hansen is suing Disney. The beloved Black Widow star filed a lawsuit yesterday alleging that Disney breached her contract. There is a lot to unpack with this. So People's Movies News Editor Nigel Smith is here to break it down. Nigel, I I don't think I was the only one who read this headline and was just like, ScarJo? Is that a typo? She did what? I mean, this is something that's going to shake up Hollywood for years to come. This never happens. Uh, an actress, a first actor, she's the highest paid actress, I think Forbes said last year, in Hollywood, taking on the yeah. biggest film studio in the world. This is a huge, huge deal. And it's all because of what we're going, what's going on in the world right now regarding COVID and how movie theaters 
aren't exactly bringing in the audiences like they used to, therefore affecting the box office, affecting her salary, because what she's essentially suing for is because she's promised a back end deal. Right. So based on the film's box office receipts, she gets more money. And this is a deal that's been going on for years with some of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. So it's essentially like we're going to pay you this amount of money for the film. But, you know, if it, it's a blockbuster and successful in the theaters, then we are going to pay you more on top of that. But streaming undermines that. Is that what's going on? Yeah, totally. I mean, Disney Plus, the new streaming services, I think it came up around two years ago. Um, they announced at the beginning of the summer this huge, huge deal that would shake up the industry. And people are still talking about it to this day. Uh, the fact that they would release most of their big blockbusters this year in theaters and also on the streaming platform. Now, their Pixar movies, they've actually only released on the platform like Luca, which is fantastic, and Soul oh, so over good. Christmas. So, so good. But Jungle Cruise, for example, which just came out today, you know, that was released in theaters and also on Disney Plus Premium, uh, mm. like Black Widow, and they charge an extra $30 And so in the case of Black Widow, a lot of people actually went out to go see it in this first weekend of release. And it I think it broke the record for like the biggest pandemic box office weekend. But then it steeply declined because people are saying that most folks actually checked it out on Disney Plus. And that unfortunately affects her uh, what she takes home at the end of the day. Her paycheck. Yeah. So so ScarJo's lawyers uh, seem to think that this is a large problem. One um, lawyer said it's no secret that Disney is releasing films like Black Widow directly onto Disney Plus to increase subscribers and thereby boost the company's stock price and that it's hiding behind COVID-19 as a pretext to do so. But ignoring the contracts of the artists responsible for the success of its films in furtherance of this short sighted strategy violates their rights. And we look forward to proving as much in court. This will surely not be the last case where Hollywood talent stands up to Disney and makes it clear that whatever the company may pretend, it has a legal obligation to honor its contracts. What I think she's really trying to do here is set a precedent because Mm. this is an actress who obviously one of the very, very few actors who couldn't afford to take on a company the size of Disney. I mean, she's a very, very high earner. And Disney obviously has a lot of money to play with. But I think what she's really trying to do is really just to try to make a point and to set a precedent for Hollywood, especially just going into the way that Hollywood is going to be changed by this pandemic. Because I think studios like Disney are getting very comfortable with this new release strategy, given the success Mm -hmm. they're seeing on their streaming platforms like Disney Plus. Yeah. And I think actors in Hollywood are not happy about it and they want to fight back in some way. And so I think she is really trying to not just to like represent herself, but really represent all actors in Hollywood who are a little threatened by this new release strategy and want to speak up and don't feel like their voices are being heard. Ooh, we are going to see how this shakes out. Major money involved. Uh, okay, switching gears a little bit to another part of the movie world. Amanda Knox is speaking out about Matt Damon's new film, Still Water. I have heard great things about this film coming out of Cannes Film Festival and in a lengthy Twitter thread posted yesterday, Amanda Knox says, others continue to profit off my name, face and story without my consent. So, so Nigel, uh, this feels interesting in the wake of, of, of ScarJo's lawsuit. Um, what were some of the points Amanda addressed in her Twitter thread? And actually, no, let's start from the beginning. Tell people a little bit about Stillwater and, and how this relates to Amanda Knox. 
Yeah, well, Stillwater's fantastic. I actually just got to attend the New York City premiere with Matt Damon there, and it was really, really exciting. It was the first premiere I've been to since COVID hit. And oh, wow. I think it's going to be an Oscar contender if they play their cards right. Matt Damon gives a really, really understated performance as this man called Bill Baker, who um, comes from America. And he actually uh, has lost his his daughter to the, um, the jail system in France because his daughter uh, had gone to France for college and she was accused of killing her girlfriend. And so mm. she's serving time in prison. And this man, Bill Baker, uh, ventures off to Marseille in France in order to try and free his daughter, who's pay, played by Abigail Breslin in a really incredibly uh, moving performance. And mm. the thing about the film is that you're never really quite sure of whether his daughter is actually innocent or guilty because you're really just following this man who obviously believes his daughter's innocence and wants to do everything he can to free her. That sounds a lot like a man in Knox's story, right? (laughs) Yeah. And the parallels are obviously there. And the director and writer, Todd McCarthy, Oscar winner for uh, Spotlight a couple years back for Best Picture. Um, He's been very, very transparent about the fact that Amanda Knox obviously inspired this movie. This movie is not based on a true story. And I'm not sure if the filmmakers reached out to Amanda, judging by her Twitter thread that went up last night. They didn't. And she's not happy about it. You know, she says that obviously she's still suffering from trauma, given the whole incident and that this film just kind of brings that up for her and that they're profiting off of her trauma. Get it together, Hollywood. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> we got to like get get the paperwork uh, sussed out in these situations. There's too much money involved. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one last thing. I'm going to shift gears and talk about, it's still in the Hollywood world though. It's a fascinating debate between Ben Stiller and Franklin Leonard. So for those who don't know who Leonard is, he's a writer and a film producer who gained a lot of attention after he founded The Blacklist, a script discovery platform that highlights unproduced films and TV shows. So anyways, yesterday Franklin tweeted about a short film being made by the children of celebrities. So Sean Penn's son stars in it. Steven Spielberg's daughter directs it. And Stephen King's son wrote it. And Franklin captioned his tweet, Hollywood is a meritocracy, right? (laughs) So enter Ben Stiller, who responded and quote, too easy at Franklin Leonard. People working, creating, everyone has their path. Wish them all the best. So, uh, you know, from there, it, it took off into a full-blown Twitter debate. So, Nigel, walk us through some of the arguments that Stiller and Franklin are making. Yeah, this is so interesting because I'm just not really quite sure why Ben Stiller decided to enter mm-hmm. into this debate. Mm-hmm. You know, celebrities on Twitter, they always feel so empowered and then that sometimes they, they regret what they say. Yeah. Um, but in this case, you know, Ben Stiller obviously comes from famous blood. His dad was Jerry Stiller. Um, but yeah, the arguments were that Ben Stiller said that, you know, untalented people at the end of the day, they just don't make it in Hollywood. And it doesn't really matter whether you're the fame the son or the daughter of a famous person, you still have to prove your worth. But then Franklin really took it at the next level by, you know, bringing race into it and bringing diversity and inclusion and how, you know, yeah. Hollywood still isn't all that inclusive. So this kind of just proves his point. And Ben Stiller got some blowback for that, but he stuck to his guns 
And at the end of the debate, Ben Stiller just kind of shut it down with a, with a funny gif, I think was from The Office, because I think he waded pretty far into it and he just wanted to pull himself out. They, it just got sticky from there. But what did Steven Spielberg's daughter say? Because she waded in, right? Yeah, she weighed in. I think it was uh, the next day, this morning. And what she said is, you know, she sympathizes, obviously, with Franklin's point of view, but that she says that she she worked hard to get this movie, this short film. It's not even a feature film they're debating here. It's just a short movie mm-hmm. off the ground and that, you know, she deserves a chance like everyone else. So let's give her that chance. Interesting, interesting debate. Hollywood is just all the buzz with the drama today. <laughs> this week has been crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nigel, thank you so much for, for figuring it all out for us. Thank you so much for having me. Next up, I catch up with a woman who knows all about the inner workings of Hollywood, actress Vivica A. Fox. Stick around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Vivica Fox first made a name for herself back in 1996 after star-making turns in Independence Day and Set It Off, the latter being one of my favorite action thrillers. And she went on to play memorable roles in Soul Food, Why Do Fools Fall in Love, Kill Bill, and the list goes on and on. Honestly, listing off her full credits would require an extra commercial break if I tried to read them all. I have been watching her for years and loving every minute of it. Most recently, she wrapped the second season of the drama series Stuck With You, available on the all-black streaming service. Today's her 57th birthday, and we caught up recently to discuss her life and career, then and now. So take a listen to our chat. Hello, darling. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Awesome sauce. (laughs) When you hear that list, uh, and that's just like a short, truncated version of all that you do, but when you you look over those credits, what, what does it make you feel like? How do you feel when you hear just everything that you've done? Proud, you know, can I tell you, it also is amazing. I'm just like, okay, you have been working a lot, but I'm just so blessed that I've been able to gracefully go into different chapters of my career, doing something that I love to do. 
Cool, cool. Okay, so let's let's start at the end right now. Uh, tell me about Terry um, in this series. What drew you to this role, and who is she? Gosh, Terry is a, a conniving nemesis uh, to <laughs> Tammy Townsend's character. Um, but I, I love this show. Um, it's created by an African American sister, and the reason why I did the show was because a good friend of mine worked with her, and they asked, "Would I do a favor and lend a little bit of star power?" And you know, for me, it was like a high school reunion. I got to work with some people who I've known for many, many years. Nice. Tammy Townsend, AJ Johnson. And so I got to go over there and play with them. And, and it was really, really fun for me and Tammy going at each other. Cause Tammy, <laughs> I've, I've always known her. It's always a hug or, you know, we both play similar characters. So we had a lot of fun. We really did. Tell me about that. Tell me, because I, I feel like you ran the gamut, really, of, of what the, the characters that you played. But you do you do have that nemesis. You do have that spice down pat. So is that your happy place when you get to kind of be that vixen? Well, you know, I love playing strong characters, you know. It's fun because you can find like different colors. And to be honest with you, I've worked with the best. Like to watch Taraji P. Henson play Cookie for six seasons mm. and play Candace, you know, her sister who she was sticking it to me at all times uh, because I was <laughs> the bougie one. She was like, you'll get out of here with that. Um, was fun to watch and learn from her. So we all kind of like watch, learn and inspire each other and teach each other the tricks, you know, so it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so take me back to uh, Independence Day, which is, yes. I, I guess, not one of the first times I've seen you because you made the rounds when it came to TV as well. Yes. I mean, Martin, uh, Fresh yes. Prince of Bel-Air, like you, you have been working out oh. all night, all of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's where I started. I actually started off on soaps, to be very honest with you, on Days of Our Lives. That was my very first job as April Sutton. Then I moved on to Generations uh, as Maya Rubens. And then I got Young and the Restless, Young and the Restless, then led to Independence Day mm -hmm. because the producer's wife, Bill Fay, was at home because I asked her to audition. My agent was like, oh, baby, you ain't got a big enough name. They're looking for names. This <laughs> oh movie's going to be huge. And you're just on a soap opera. Two weeks later, they gave me a call. Six auditions later, I landed the role, which definitely changed my life and my career. Wow. Wow. So, so take me into that journey as a black actress yes. in Hollywood in the 90s. Yes. Uh, and then still working to this day in, in, in 2021. Would you say that things have changed? Does, does it feel better out there? Absolutely. I mean, look, we have Stuck With You, which is now on a streaming service where it's all black talent. It's absolutely changed. Um, and I will say that it's changed a lot for the African-American female lead, because I remember when I started three decades ago. Ooh, don't want to tell my age, but I got receipts, darling. <laughs> you look good, girl. You look good. <laughs> Thank you. Still trying to keep me tight and right. OK, <laughs> but I I remember that when I first started acting that they told African-American females, we can't sell you international. You can't be leads. You won't get ratings. And we have so now proved that all wrong with us doing films like Girls Trip, grossing over $100 million in the box office. Mm. The leads on shows from Gabrielle Union, Being Mary Jane, Scandal, Kerry Washington, Viola yeah. Davis, yeah. you know what I mean? To now directors, Regina King, you know, being nominated yes. for Oscar, Tasha Smith. Like that girl power is all alive and well. We are strong in front of the camera and now behind the camera. And I soon will be having my directorial debut with BET Hers short film, 
called Through Her Eyes. Yay, that's exciting. It's changed, honey. It's changed. That is so cool. So tell me about you then and now. Uh, who, who was Vivica A. Fox uh, starting out? And what do you think has been your biggest transformation personally? Wow, there's definitely been a lot of growth with me as a woman over my career. I mean, I can remember uh, when I first started off just being so like, bright eyed and bushy tail Mm -hmm. and I had trusting a lot of things and uh, making some mistakes, but you know, that's life. You know, you, you will have trials and tribulations. And I share that in my book, every day I'm hustling that to build yourself a good team of people that get you that see opportunities for you that you never even saw for yourself and to continue to grow and to be honest with yourself and make good choices. And now me being a proud woman in my fifties, that is having an amazing resurgence in my career. When normally Hollywood would put us out to pasture, I now am booked, busy and blessed more than ever that I'm happy in the skin that I'm in, that I love me some Vivica, you know, and I know (laughs) me some Vivica. I know what I'm going to put up with and what I will not. That was actress Vivica Fox. For more on her, head over to people.com. And now, something to make you smile. There's a gorgeous new model who's making waves and taking the internet by storm. Her name is Helene Simon, better known as Nana, and she is 99 years young, you guys. One day, her granddaughter, Lainey Crowell, posted a photo of them on Instagram, and followers suggested Nana be the face of Lainey's beauty line, Say. After much convincing, Nana said yes, and the love hasn't stopped pouring in. Here's what she said about being the face of a beauty brand at 99. It just has been a fun experience and put a little pizzazz in my life and a little fun and I've enjoyed it. And the best part is, she says, having a glam squad that comes to hook up her hair and makeup. Same, Nana. (laughs) I would love that too. Well, have a great and safe weekend, you guys. Talk soon. Mm -hmm. 